Hey guys, welcome back to the JCJ podcast. Today we're going to be focusing on hate crimes and what that entails. I'm Julia. I'm also Julia. And I'm Kaylee. All right, let's get started. So, what are hate crimes? So, basically, the actual definition of a hate crime is a crime that typically involves violence that is motivated by prejudice on the basis of race, religion, sexual orientation, or other grounds. Yeah, I pretty much got the same exact thing off of um, the psychology of hate crimes. With That is by the American Psychological Association. So, that just gives you a basis of everything that we're going to be talking about today. So... What are, can you guys tell me some examples of hate crimes? So some well-known examples of hate crimes or basic examples of hate crime include different ethnicities against different ethnicities, right? So if you have a white person killing a black person, that can be a hate crime. Or if you have a straight person killing a gay person for different, different motives, if that makes sense, right? A hate crime is determined by if you hate the person and you commit a violent crime against them. Yes, that's a great example of what it is. Everyone is obviously the Holocaust and Adolf Hitler. And like Adolf Hitler is one of the most horrible hate criminals you could say. And he is responsible for the murder of more than 6 million Jews and others in concentration ch- concentration camps during World War II is how hate crimes have changed or stayed the same throughout time. So to answer this question, I think we can actually take it way back to about, to BC basically, to when the Christians were living in the Roman Empire. Basically what happened is that Christians were heavily abused by Emperor Nero in the Roman Empire torn apart by dogs and burnt alive because of just hatred because they most of the Romans in that time period were paganist so just different religions caused is what the root of a lot of hate crimes entails relating to what Julia said it's very accurate because we can also see how you know Roman Roman Catholicism and Christianity has stayed the same throughout all those years. We know that many white people or Europeans want to preserve their white culture, which is why they commit a ton of these hate crimes, because they they tell people that oh, with the growing number of minorities in the United States or in different countries, it's ruining the culture that white people have. We're completely ignorant of them to say. We can also see that there has been a growing number of minorities, which is also a change that has occurred over time, right? Because in the beginning, like Julia said, during the BC times, it was, the majority of the population was European. And now that we have these different minorities, there are more hate crimes committed because white people are annoyed or um, are irritated that they are that there are growing numbers of minorities. And we have also learned that minorities not only are victims but also tend to commit against each other which is why a big spike in hate crimes has been reported yeah and then moving along on the timeline once we get to the 1900s late 1900s we have civil rights movements so a lot of white people in america committing hate crimes against african americans just and like obviously slavery in like 
the imperialistic times and moving forward even after slavery was abolished, there's still like the legacy of white people putting violent acts against African Americans. And um, from the past, a lot of hate crime offenses have changed from group offenses, like groups against groups, to singled out offenses now in the 21st century with a lot of, a lot more, many different motives behind hate crimes that aren't just, or a lot of different motives that are included in the hate crime motive Yes. Bubble. Yeah, I completely agree with what Julia is saying because back then, right, we have these different groups of people, almost the size of countries, fighting against each other. But now it's grown to where it's more casual, casual, and they, um, it's like one person against another person instead of these large groups of people, which is actually a bad thing because it makes it seem like it's more easy to commit hate crimes than it used to be. Yeah, that's exactly. So, the next question I want to ask is a very broad one. Why do people commit hate crimes? What's the psychology behind it? Yeah, so my research was pretty much all around the psychology of hate crimes. And I learned that there are four main types of hate criminals or people who commit hate crimes. Those types are thrill-seeking, defensive, realitory, and mission offenders. So, thrill-seeking hate crimes are often driven by someone who's very mature and just like looking for excitement pretty much and it is very messed up but it's literally just a young person going around thinking like oh let's just go harass someone for fun (laughs) (laughs) and so that's one of like it's not as it's not the worst type I guess it's the most minor even though it is bad the next type is defensive and this is whenever the attacker sees themselves as like defending defending their turf so they see this other side of whoever they are attacking as someone who has like hurt them in any way or like is not supposed to be there so they're defending what they stand for yes and that i would say is one of the most is that is that I would say that that point is the biggest cause for hate crimes just because we see different people committing hate crimes because they feel that they are a threat to them or a threat to society and they create excuses like oh they are different from society meaning they shouldn't be here and this is not how society used to look so they shouldn't be here right which is why we see a growing number of hate crimes and the growing number of minorities. So the third type of hate crime is retaliatory, which is like people just getting what they see as quote-unquote revenge for something that they did in the past. This is like right where Hitler fits in because he blamed the Jews for the Germans losing World War I. And so he saw the Holocaust as like revenge against this minority group of people. And then the final and most harmful type of hate crime are mission offenders and they are committed by people who consider themselves like crusaders of some type so they feel that they have a mission to have like a total war against a whole race or a whole religion and so these are like where most like terrorist attacks falls in fall into and like just different things like that and these are the least common 
type of hate crime, but they are the most deadly. I would say another big factor of committing hate crimes is the biases that we have in society. So we know recently there has been Black Lives Matter movements around the world, right? And Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter um, movement started because of stereotypes that have been created within society. So white people tend to commit hate crimes because they have these stereotypes and societal norms that make them think it's okay to commit hate crimes because of what black people have supposedly done. I found this, I found this topic in the, um, in the article, hate crimes disproportionately affect minorities blacks by newsroom and it talks about how these societal norms have built up the accusations of these minorities and why people fear and despise innocent races. Yeah, another big part of why people commit hate crimes has to do a lot with their past and their um, how they were treated as a child and their upbringing. And in the American Psychological Association states that um, most people who commit hate crimes uh, have a high level of parental or caretaker abuse and use of violence to solve family problems. <clears throat> so it blatantly states that much of the population of people who commit hate crimes have a horrible past and like it affects a lot of what they do later in life and this is also shown through Hitler because like both he states to have feared his father when he was younger and then his father died when he was 14 and his mother four years after and so he never really had what we would consider a normal upbringing and it very much laid out how he was going to do later in his life. And now, a word from our sponsor. Do you ever feel unsafe walking down the street? Do you ever feel helpless? Do you want to change that? Come to our self-defense class Mondays and Thursdays at the YMCA. Only 40 bucks per person. Sponsored by Nike. right back into it we're going to talk a little bit about all of the problems that come from hate crime legislation so in the late 90s there was a a kid in college named matthew shepherd who was the victim of a brutal hate crime when two other college kids lured him into lured him into their truck and chained him to a fence and killed him because he was gay so that that was like an awful thing that happened and it really brought down society but then also the news of his death and all the sympathy caused inspired a lot of movements to better hate crime legislation because in the 90s it wasn't as known to people or it wasn't as prominent to really address hate crimes but it did lead to the Hate Crime Statistics Act, which was signed into law by President George Bush, which is from the Hate Crimes Timeline written by the Human Rights Campaign. 
and the Hate Crime Sentencing Enhancement Act, which was added as an amendment to a hate crime law. Yeah, so relating to what Julia said, another example of um, things that have gone wrongfully in the hate crime legislation is this guy named James Bird Jr., who was tied to the back of a uh, pickup truck by three white men and was dragged for miles beyond miles, and he was murdered. Now, the men, two of the men, were charged rightfully with the death penalty, and another man, who was the driver of the truck, was only charged with life in prison, but was eligible for parole in 20 years. Now, everybody who was related to James Byrne Jr. found this wrong because they added one person on the jury that allowed the guy, which his name is um, Sean Allen Berry, and he was the driver of the truck. So they somehow thought he didn't have as much of a responsibility in the murder of him. Now, just to know, he was black, which is the reason or the motive for the hate crime. And this has become a huge problem with biased people allowed on the jury that create for a different outcome, right? This is a very, um, this is a very large problem because black people have, don't have a lot of say in society. And so since James Byrd Jr. was dead and they added a white person on the jury that fought for the life of Sean Allen Berry, he, she was the reason that he got life instead of the death penalty, even though they took the life from James Byrd Jr. This scene actually contradicts the 57 bus. If you don't know what the 57 bus is, a guy named Richard lit a um, person named Sasha's skirt on fire. In the beginning, he claimed that it was a hate crime and that and he was homophobic. It ended up clarifying that he did not know what homophobic meant and that, was, that it was just um, him being ignorant and immature. Now, Richard's consequence of I would say five to ten years in prison was not because he was african-american it was because of what he had done so you can see these two different acts are completely different because in james bird jr's case um the race of the white men counted to their consequence whereas richard's race being black did not count against his consequence it was mainly about what he had done instead of who he was yeah, that, and also with going off of, like, who he was as a person, the way that he was raised is very much correlates to what I was stating before, and his, Richard's mother, Jasmine, split from his birth father whenever Richard was only 11 months old, and he was always hoping that his parents would get back together, and he never had that father figure in his life, and he not only did he not have that, but he grew up in uh, Oakland, California, which is known to have high rates of drugs and young pregnancies and different gang violence. And so the environment in which he grew up in was not ideal at all. And that, I think, had a lot to do with how he reacted later in his life whenever he lit an agender person's skirt on fire. So, I'm, we've all been talking about what has happened with hate crimes, but how do y'all see the future in terms of hate crimes? 
According to my research, I have found that the number of hate crimes has only increased in the past, which is um, very sad to hear, but I've also collected that the number of hate crimes has increased by race, racial minorities, right? So there has been more hate crimes committed against racial minorities than any other hate crime committed. But what I have noticed is there has been more people willing to speak out. For example, Michelle Obama. In my NBC News source evaluation, I found out that Michelle Obama, who is Barack Obama's um, wife, went on or had an interview and she talked about all of the problems that have occurred in the hate crime legislation and the amount of victims that there have been in the past couple of years. So if there are more brave black Americans or African Americans willing to speak out about what has happened to them in their personal experiences, then sure, maybe things would change. But according to our change of continuity over time, there has been a significant increase in hate crimes. And it is sad to me to say that I don't know how much it would decrease in the future, but hopefully with Michelle Obama and people like this speaking out about their personal experiences, maybe it could change. To go off of that, hate crimes are exponentially increasing. And that also, I think, is due to just society changing as a whole. And the, really, the sphere of influence that our leaders have on our country. So, recently, there was a scandal um, with Jesse Smollett, who is an actor on the Fox show Empire. And according to an article written by NBC News, he was arrested for faking a hate crime against him. He is black and he is gay. And so because he wasn't happy with his salary on his show, but he was actually recently released when there was evidence found against him that proved that he wasn't guilty. But this goes to show that hate crimes have evolved from something really simple to like violence motivated by hate to something that people will fake to increase their salary just because they are in the position to be able to. And really, a lot of our hate crime legislation comes from and is supported by our leaders, you know, our presidents, the people that lead us. And so, like, President Barack Obama, who passed the hate crime legislation act the matthew shepherd and james bird jr hate crimes prevention act into law in 2009 which did which expanded the law to protect people with disabilities sexual orientation and gender orientation that the department of justice can interfere in and really as our leadership changes to people who may not be as open to protecting people against hate crimes because of their own personal views um hate crimes may continue to rise because people don't really stop hating other people it's a historical thing like we've seen it and just because society changes and people change but they may not change for the better we want to make sure that you guys know that these are definitely predictions. These aren't things that might happen. These aren't things that will definitely happen in the future. They are just our predictions based off our research. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our twenty seventh episode, Hate Crime Real Time. Stay tuned for more episodes.
Bye. Bye. Bye.